Welcome back to the Mindset Design Podcast. This is your host, Arlen Fresh, off one of my 10-minute workouts that I do a couple times a week, three times a week usually, that I've been doing about three years, and I feel nothing short of fantastic. So today, I'm very happy to be talking to you on this podcast because I really like podcasting. I like the vocal, the voice, you know, voice only medium because it's something that, you know, you can take with you wherever you go. You can take this with you as you're walking in the forest. You can take it with you as you're walking in a city. You can take it with you whether you're on a bike, whether you're in a car, whether you're on a plane, or whether you're in a boat. And so, I'm just really happy to be making episodes like this again because I just know that every year, at the end of the year, I get that little Spotify message that says, here's your favorite podcast that you listen to, and you're in the top whatever percent of listeners of Olivia Rodrigo. And then everyone starts tagging me and saying, Arlen's podcast was on my number one. So that makes me very happy. And every time I think about that, it just makes me to want to record more of these podcasts for you. So today, I want to talk about something that I've been talking about a lot on Instagram lately, which is this concept of having money attract to you and becoming a magnet to money. And This is something that I've been thinking about for quite a while. And as I look back on the last several years of my life, I've just noticed that I've become a money magnet. And I've been a money magnet for a long time. And that there's certain things that I'm doing that when I look at people who aren't money magnets, they aren't doing the same things that I'm doing. And I look at my friends who I would consider to be money magnets and they're doing what I'm doing too. And so I'm going to share with you what I think are the pillars that you need to be focusing on in order to become a money magnet. Now, one of the first things that you need to realize is that food is one of the most important pillars because if you don't get this one right, if you don't get the food that you're putting in your body right, the rest of the pillars just crumble. The rest of the pillars just absolutely crumble because if you're putting in food, you the food you put in is what you become. What you eat, what you become, okay? And if the food you're putting in has a broke energy, like a the energy of someone who's not able to attract money or or rather an energy a money repellent food, then you're just going to repel money every single day. You're going to repel opportunities. You're going to repel people that could potentially bring you money, whether that's being on a sales call, whether that's talking to customers and having them like you at all, whether that's having a good relationship with your significant other. Because if you have bad food in your system, you're going to be mad at yourself. So how could anyone else be happy with you? How, how could you influence anybody if you can't even influence yourself with the food that you're eating? And so... If you don't get food down, you're just going to repel everybody that you wish you could attract. So the first pillar is food. And food 
is something that I've taken very seriously over the last, well, I guess really my, I, I started taking it really seriously and increasingly seriously the past eight years. There was a time in my life where I didn't think food mattered. I thought I could just eat a bunch of chocolate and a bunch of pancakes and have cookies before bed and it doesn't matter how, what kind of bread I eat and you know, I got good genetics so I'm just gonna look good regardless, which isn't necessarily true because at, at a certain point I was just really skinny. You know, some people's default biology is gonna make them fat. Mine's gonna make me skinny. So I have to make sure I'm eating the right nutrition so that I can stack muscle and ultimately become a force, a magnetic force for money. So what do you eat? Well, that's a funny question, right? Because everyone's body is different. Like I just said, some people have tend to be on the heavier side naturally. And if they eat junk food, they get heavier. Some people they eat junk food, they actually get skinnier. And so you have to think about which side of the table you're on because either one of those is going to affect you. Now, either way, you have to avoid these foods altogether. These, I'm talking about excess sugars. I'm talking about excess carbohydrates, pastas, pizzas, food that just makes you really tired, okay? Food that makes you tired. If you eat food and it makes you tired, it's not good. So you want to avoid any kind of food that's going to make you really sleepy and drowsy and doze off, okay? So look out for foods like pizza, pasta, you know, even though it's good, I know sometimes I can't help myself and I have a nice cookie or a chocolate muffin. Actually, the other day, I'll admit, I had a chocolate muffin and it was so delicious. But what happens every time I eat the chocolate muffin and the chocolate food and the, the carbs is I just know. And I don't know why I still do it sometimes, but I just know. It's like putting an anti-money repellent into your body. Or not an anti-money repellent, a money repellent. You're taking money repellency, a money repellent food, and you're putting it in your body. When you, when you pick up that cookie especially if you have an MTHFR gene break like Gary Brecka talks about is something that I think 40% of the population has the this gene break that makes it difficult for them to process folic acid. Folic acid is something if you just go in your bread cabinet right now, you're going to see folic acid is sprayed onto almost every food, every carb. They, they put folic acid on it because it helps preserve the food over time. So most people can't even digest this, which makes their entire body processes work less efficiently or not even work at all. And so I have this gene break, which means I can't process folic acid or I can't convert folic acid in the methylation process. And because I can't process this food, what happens is, can you guess? I get irritable. My mind starts racing. I get anxiety. I start getting snappy at my girlfriend. And what happens when you have anxiety racing thoughts? You can't focus. What happens when you get snappy at your girlfriend? You can't focus because now you're trying to fix your broken relationship. So how are you supposed to make money? Tell me this. How are you supposed to attract money if you are in an anxious state, always in a fight with your significant other? Tell me. 
give me, give, lay me out a case in which you're able to attract money into your life if you are sitting there arguing or trying to figure out how to fix your broke relationship or trying to figure out why you can't stop being anxious about your health or figuring out why you can't fall asleep at night because you're anxious. It is a negative downward spiral. If you don't put the right foods in your body, if you don't know which foods in your body are going to turn you into a snappy, money-repelling, angry, argumentative, old, old world loser, broke, borderline, porn-watching loser. (laughs) I don't know why I threw porn-watching in there, but I think probably you're watching porn if you're in that state because if your mind is anxious and you can't figure out why, what do guys do? They end up watching porn to just get the nut and you drift off to sleep. You know it. You know it's true. You know it's true. So you have to get the food right. That's the first pillar. It is unequivocally the most important uh, pillar of attracting money into your life. If you are eating pizza with folic acid all over it especially and the pizza's bad enough but then they put the folic acid in the dough then you're gonna be angry you're gonna be anxious and you're gonna be watching Jada Pinkett Smith porn I don't even know does she have a porno? she probably does right? you're gonna be watching Jada Pinkett Smith porn don't be don't 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 be watching Jada Pinkett Smith porn you're gonna be Will Smith That's what you're going to turn... That's actually the worst state. You're going to turn into Will Smith slapping one of the most beloved comedians in the world on the stage because you are eating folic acid and you can't even process it. So you need to get the food right, all right? I'm actually... It's... uh, I'm, I'm recording today a full presentation about what I eat and how I eat it and how to find out what you should be eating today for Arlen's group. If you're interested in joining Arlen's group, I highly suggest you get on it because we talk about how to make money in the new world without getting replaced by AI. There's a there's a highlight on my Instagram story called my group. If you tap through and you're going to find these slides they're all blue, you're going to see exactly what uh what what Arlen's group's all about. If you're new here, you're going to learn my backstory, the money I've made, all that, how I've made it and I break it down and and then I'm going to talk about how to not get replaced by AI. Why I fired 18 people on my team in the last year. Anyway, that's a different story. You can go to my Instagram.com slash Arlen and you'll see all that. Now, let's continue talking about food, okay? So you need to figure out what foods to eat. You also need to learn about bioavailability, okay? Certain foods are more bioavailable than other foods. It's pretty simple. Certain foods are more bioavailable than other foods. So what that means is that when you're eating foods and putting the foods into your body, those foods, believe it or not, have nutrients. Contrary to some foods that have really poor nutrient density, certain foods have high nutrient density. I'm talking about eggs. Eggs, okay? Organic eggs. Organic eggs from a chicken's behind. You're going to eat eggs, and when you eat the eggs you're going to get nutrients from the eggs. Now, some people are like, Arlen, why would you crack an egg on both sides and suck it down raw? Why wouldn't you just cook the egg? Why not get an egg sandwich from Dunkin' Donuts? 
What's wrong with a Dunkin' Donuts egg sandwich, you might ask? What's wrong with a, a, a Subway footlong egg sandwich? I used to get those, actually, when I was broke. I would eat Subway. That's actually one of my favorite foods was the bacon, egg, and cheese Subway on flatbread. That was the money repellent. That's what I didn't get. I would have been, if I was eight years old eating that stuff, if I had been eating the eggs that I'm eating now, them, that good stuff, that new world good stuff, I, I would have been a millionaire by the time I was 12. But seriously, you need to realize certain foods have certain energies. When you go to the grocery store, you walk into your local Walmart and you go down the food aisle and you see Captain Crunch and you see, you see Hood Milk. Hood milk. You see, you see, let's see, what do you see in Walmart? You see ramen noodles, okay? You see cookie crunch. What the hell is it called? Cookie, cookie cereal. Lucky charms. What else? I'm just naming cereals at this point. You walking down the grocery store aisle and you're seeing hamburger patties in a freezer. Do you think that these foods are high in nutrient density? Do you think that these foods are going to make you feel alive? Do you think these foods are sprayed in folic acid or do you even read the box? That was the one commercial they got right back in the day. Spot the box. That was one that was the one commercial they got right back in the day. Spot the box. Okay? Because spotting the box means you're looking to see what ingredients are in the food that you're actually consuming. Okay, so you have to spot the box, all right? You also have to realize, why are you in Walmart buying food? Why are you in Shaw's or Stop and Shop, these giant chain grocery stores? Go to a farmer's market. If you don't have a farmer's market, guess what? Order from a farm. Order from a farm online. It's not that difficult. You can order food from a farm online, and guess what? Then you don't even have to leave your house. You don't even have to leave your house. Think about how much money you should be making per hour. What's your hourly rate? And that's a that's a whole podcast for... A, I'm going to write that down right now. That's a episode, a whole nother episode. Determining your hourly rate. Determining your hourly rate, okay? If you don't know your hourly rate, you should figure that out. I'll make another podcast on that. Next thing you're going to do once you think about what your hourly rate might be, because you should put a number on it, is how much How much does it cost you to go to the store? Not talking about how much the groceries cost. I'm talking about how much money it costs for you to be away from making money. Think about it. If you're, let's say even you're start just beginning and you calculate your hourly rate is about $100 an hour, but you have an aspirational hourly rate of $10,000 an hour. If you are aiming for $10,000 an hour, but you're spending your time at the grocery store, you're literally wasting $10,000 an hour. Even if your current hourly rate is $15 an hour, it costs you $15 to spend an hour at the grocery store. You have to add in the factor that your time is worth money. So if you just sit there online for five minutes and order the groceries online from a farm, you're getting higher density nutrients in your body and you're saving time that you could be making more money. So there's a lot about 
food density and the way that you cook it and the way that you don't cook it. There's a reason that when you go to the wealthiest, the richest people restaurants, right? They're, they've got beef carpaccio and tuna tartare and salmon sashimi all over the menu. Maybe because the food that isn't as cooked has higher nutrient density. Maybe because when you put the food on high heat, you're actually killing some of the enzymes. You're destroying the energy in the food by heating it up. Now, that's not to say you should eat everything raw. I certainly don't do that. But it is something to consider. So what's the formula, right? You have to figure out what foods you can't be eating. And there's certain ways you can do that. There's a Gary Brecka 10X gene test that you can take. It's available. uh, I can put a link in the show notes in this podcast. And you can just order a gene test. It's about five, six hundred dollars. And then you figure out for the rest of your life, which foods are going to disrupt your entire body's process that turn you into a negative Nancy. You don't want to be negative because if you're negative, if you're snappy, remember, you're going to be snapping at your significant other and it's not going to be fun. Okay. So the first pillar is food. This is how to become a money magnet. The second pillar is how you actually eat the food. Okay. Because one th- there's one thing that's eating the food, right? The second is how you eat the food. How do you eat the food? Do you just sit down and eat it? No. Because if you just sit down and eat it, you are taking it for granted. And if you take things for granted, then that's not a good energy state because you're not in a state of gratitude. Every time I eat food, I'm grateful. Every time I eat food, whether I'm with my parents, my girlfriend, my, by myself... I am eternally grateful. I sit there and I say thank you for this. I might even say thank you to the person that serves me the food at the farm, at the farmer's market, okay? At whatever store I happen to be in. Look, just to be clear, sometimes you're traveling, you can't always get the highest quality food. Sometimes it's not possible. Now, I will say I would rather eat less food then certain foods, like if you're on an airplane, I almost never touch the airplane food because you know that's been sitting on a shelf. It's got preservatives all over it and that stuff's going to disrupt your entire immune system. I'd rather do a, a fast for 48 hours than eat airplane food. So think about this. When you're about to eat the food, are you grateful? Are you grateful for the food that you're eating? And are you taking a moment to express gratitude for the food? This is key. So I like to express gratitude for the food that I'm eating. And as I'm expressing gratitude for the food, one thing that I like to focus on is not only gratitude for the food, but a prayer. And I just think it's a really, you know, you eat a couple times a day, two or three times a day. It's an opportunity to put yourself in a giving flow of energy. You say, thank you for this food. And then you say, you pray and you pray that someone out there gets a blessing or you bless the entire world. And you literally energetically, look, 95, 99% of the world, even in the scientific model is dark matter. 99% of the world is just 
empty space that scientists don't even understand. So I believe that it's silly not to think that your thoughts cannot influence the world. If you sit there and you put out the frequency of prayer and of blessings to the world, what blessings do you think are going to return to you? If you throw a tennis ball at a wall, what's going to happen? It's going to come right back to you. The force you put out is the force you get in return. And eating food and how you eat food is an opportunity for you to put a blessing into the world. Okay. If you want miracles to happen for yourself, you have to make miracles happen for other people. Miracles. Okay. So the next step, the next most important step here, the next pillar after what to eat and how you eat it. Okay. Is how you train. If you are training in a gym and you're sitting there on your phone and you're doing a little push-pull, push-pull, monotonous process. Had a guy in the in Arlen's group the other day mentioned that he did one of my workouts and it was a spiritual experience. Okay. Literally in the other day in Arlen's group, I had a, we had about a hundred guys on the call, and we had one of the guys who had a home gym, just a few weights in a home gym. I trained him live in front of everybody. And then everyone else knew how to work out. And so they went and they tried the way that I work out and they said it was a spiritual experience. So you need to work out to the point where it feels like a spiritual experience. You should not be on your phone when you're working out. You should not be checking X or Instagram even, even though I love Mark Zuckerberg. You should not be checking Instagram even when you're working out. When you train with intention and you put your brain into your muscle that you are training, you are training your ability to control your awareness. I'll say that again. When you train with intention and you put your brain in the muscle group that you are focusing on and training, you are training your awareness and your ability to control your attention. So... When you are able to control your awareness and your attention, you're able to focus on activities that could potentially bring you more money more effectively. Let's say you're on a sales call. Because you've trained your mind to be able to focus on the area of pain during a workout, you're able to focus on the area of pain that your customer on the other end is experiencing. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you're able to figure out how to eat, what to eat, and how to train properly, then your entire performance at work is going to improve. Let's take this podcast, for example. Notice how present in the moment I am as I'm speaking every word into this microphone. You feel it. And the reason you feel it is because when I train, I'm fully there. I'm not checking Twitter. If if I was half fasting this episode, you would feel it. If I was on Instagram halfway through this episode, you would feel it. If I was just thinking about something else, dozing off because I can't control my own awareness, you would feel that. You need to feel it. You need need to control your awareness during working out so that you can control it as you're making content. As you're making content, you're controlling your awareness. And as you're controlling your awareness making content, you're controlling your awareness when you're talking to prospects on the phone. 
even when you're talking to prospects in direct messages, even when you're building a product, are you even present as you're building whatever you're building? At the end of the day, this all comes down to being very, very in tune to what you are emitting and what you are intaking. You're like, you're basically like a frequency emitter and receiver. And the more carefully you pay attention to each action that you do in that moment, the closer you are to God. And the closer you are to God, the closer you are to a creator. And the closer you are to a creator, creator, I don't know why I'm saying it like that. The closer you are to creation. And all money is, is a symbol of creation. And so if you want to attract the symbol of creation, which is money, then you need to be closer to God. You need to be focused and aware and be able to control your awareness without getting distracted. You need to be fully there. You need to fully show up piercing through the present moment as a channel for a higher energy. And this energy that you're emitting that is constantly changing is what will immediately attract back to you the forces that you want to have in your life. So let's review the pillars so far. You've got what to eat, how you eat it, how you train and what you're training. Okay. And those three things, they'll have, those have nothing to do with business and making money, you might think, but they at the same time have everything to do. You could change nothing about your existing operations except focusing on the beginning of this podcast like I've told you, and you will literally transform your entire business. Now, when you train correctly, another thing you do is sweat. Now, I hadn't sweat for a long time, and you might not really even realize this, but when was the last time you literally sweat so hard from a workout, from exercise, that you just felt the toxins leaving your body because your head was just drenched in sweat. Your hair should be dripping. When you detox and you let go of the old, you're able to let go of old systems in your business and in your thought patterns of making money and you become new. It's literally the same thing as the crucifixion. You kill the old self and you become the new. And you must constantly be able to do this. This is why this process of continually pushing yourself is always happening, always evolving, okay? So, I think we're going to cut it there. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Shoot the DM podcast. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode and what you'd like me to talk about next. I hope you, I hope that uh, you did enjoy it. I had a fun time recording it, and I think I'd like to do more of these. So thank you so much, and I will see you in the next episode.